Count money, man. Money, Stack man. riches. Try and told him I'm a beast, blood. What's up, gang? Welcome to another episode of the Grindcast. Get ready. It's a new day, and we're in for a treat. We got Big Perm. What's happening, y'all? I'm back on. Let's get it. And Greg Rudolph. What's up? Mr. Lumberjack. That already sounds like fun. On, Big trouble. Perm. Sounds like trouble. And Greg Rudolph. Come on, dog. Come on. So, so, so this year's MVP mm. of our entire organization, 2021, was Greg Rudolph. Woo. And... On, our bro. MVP of freaking black and miles this year for the whole agency <laughs> was was Big Perm. I got it, Jose. I, I knew, I knew so we I got our MVPs got <laughs> on the couch together, and, yeah. and uh, man, we're gonna jump. Let's jump right into it. You know, I think you know one of the one of the things that you know Greg and we'll get to his story a little bit for for those of you guys that don't know. Just you know, brief. Greg's mid thirties, round rounding the corner, almost forty oh, yes. now, coming up pretty soon, and. Uh, transitioned over into our business mid thirties, uh, was successful in the car business, making multiple six figures, uh, professional fighter, husband, father, all this going on, picks up, up roots, starts a completely new career path, bets on himself, comes here. And over the last four years has, uh, progressed himself into making over $600,000 this, this, uh, this year Come on, and Greg. has our MVP and really just starting to rev it up. Mm. Just, just starting to, that engine going, huh? just starting to warm it up like at, a, at a nice yeah. place. And a lot of it, you know, we were just joking, you know, as he sat down, came in, I said, I like it, Greg. I like the swag. Got the Jordans on the jeans <laughs> looking know? good, looking like we're 40 going you on know? 25. You know and, and, uh, you know, really a, a part of that is, is adapting. You know, we, we have the blessing and privilege to, to be mentors and to coach Absolutely. young, a lot of young people, you know, mm-hmm. in our business and, and young people have been a big part of, of your success, you know, in, in oh, leadership. How have you been able to adapt you know, to coaching young people? What's that look like? Uh, you know what? I think it comes easy just because deep down inside, I'm, I'm a 20-year-old. Yes. You know what I mean? I'm yes. young at heart. Big kid. I like to joke around yeah. a lot. You know, we, we we do that a lot, you know, when we're together <laughs> alone and, you alone. know, in our small groups. But so I think that's easy. You know, it just comes off easy. Um, but I've always been the type of person – where you could put me in a warehouse, and if the warehouse was split into multiple rooms and each room had a different theme, you could put blue-collar iron workers in this room with shoes in and, and Tim's on work boots, or you go in the next room, it's a black tie event for millionaires, and next one's a bunch of women, <coughs> next one's a bunch of 15-year-olds. I'll, I'll work the room just as good, and, and, you know what I mean? So, Where do you think that that comes from? I just It's just from being around a different bunch of people my whole entire life you know it's it's yeah. i uh i get along with everybody you know i've been Good able to person, huh? chameleonize myself to get along yeah. with everybody and uh that that goes off you know being a, a young business owner you know it, it, you're, you're winning people's hearts over before you win their business sure. they trust no you you know no sure tell us same Greg, thing same thing in leadership yeah as a as a pro boxer what would you say to someone that's thinking about transitioning out of the sport into <clears throat> business um, you know, well, our business is really fun and there's a lot of similar, uh, traits and accolades, I guess you could say, because it's very competitive. So you, you come into a big organization and I'm just not talking about our agency where we have, you know, 500 people. I'm talking about internationally where there's over 10,000 people yeah. competing for the spotlight, you know, every week, every month, every year. Going at it. Shout out to me, number two RGA for the year internationally, yes. baby. Internationally, so you know in that's category. Like, that's huge. Really, for number me. one. Huge. Yeah, but that's huge for me. You know, I get to walk on stage at convention in Vegas in front of come on the whole entire company. Vegas. You so that's like short? that's like being in the ring, come holding on, up your what? hands, like I did it, I won. Yep. Yeah. So sure. It's competitive. There's always recognition, which is very, very important, important to competitive people they like to be recognized right, right you know they like they love attention um positive attention so not only that but you know if you're a money motivated person which i am uh, which most people are in yeah. in this industry uh you can be rewarded very well with you know major league type money right you know right and, right. and how long you been here with us uh be 
four years, February eighth. Four years. Yeah. So come Coming up, up on four years, years come on, baby. Man, that's gonna be come fast. on. So fast. Yep. I call it graduating. Right. It's you know, so yeah. Four years. College. Four years. College. Graduate like graduating college. But instead so, of being four hundred grand in debt, I'm about made a couple million. In the green and into the positive. Yeah. yeah. You know, I wanted to ask you. You know, coming from. You know, it's really it's it it is a it is a team sport more than people may realize. Right. You know, yeah, right, boxing right. or wrestling or jujitsu because you, you know where would we be without people that help us coach us partners training partners right. you know, stuff like that. But really, it's an individual sport. Right. You know, boxing right. mm-hmm. and and then you know in the car sales business, I know you were managing some people, but mm-hmm. a lot of that was you know was your you were in sales. Exactly. You were right. booming it. a bunch of sales, a bunch right. of cars, and right. you know that was like a lot of it was on you. So yeah. transitioning from individual sport, more of an individual sport business wise, yeah. more recent into into blending in, you know, to what we do, to running, mm. you know, your own office, developing your own business, you know, here, sure. and and having forty people, you know, that we're leading, you know, about to be a hundred, you mm-hmm. know, people, multiple offices. Um, what were some of the the how did you transition from the all right it's all on me yeah individually yeah, to all right sure. i gotta depend on these 40 people mm-hmm. to to keep their stuff in line and to lead these people and to depend on these people you know how was that transition it's funny you you say that because that was a mistake that i made my I, if i could go back my first year i would change some things and even halfway through my my second year here i wanted to do everything myself mm. everything like I wanted to, you want to do it all. I wanted to do all the recruiting, all the hiring, all the interviewing, all the fine. I wanted to do it all because I thought nobody could do it better than I could. Right. And that might be true with some things, but the more people that you develop and really to replace yourself with, they're going to grow. This person's going to grow. Your whole organization will grow at that point. So in, in, when I was working at the dealership, you know, it was, it was all on me. Like I would have to get the people in. Mm-hmm. I would have to take them on a test drive. Right. I would have to get them in my office. Hey, you want some coffee? Right. You want some pop? You, yeah. whatever. you know, how's, how's the family okay. yep. act like you, you know, like, you know, like you're their best friend, you know, you know freaking car salesmen are. So, you know, give them the run around. Oh, here's the numbers. Uh, what are you comfortable with? You know, all the, the whole sale. It's, it's a long, long process. And at the end of the day, you bring them into the, into the finance room, you, you get them wrote up and you're done and they go on their way. So really it's, it's, it's you. I mean, you, you did the whole thing, but here now you have, let's just, I mean, take for instance, you know, your average uh, MGA deal, you got maybe four SAs, a couple GAs mm-hmm. and a bunch of agents, right? So you've got managers that should be doing this managers that should be doing that. You got, uh, GAs that should be doing interviews and finals and hiring people and recruiting. And it, it's a, like I said on, you know, on stage at the, uh, right. award ceremony, it's, it takes a small army to do what we do. No mm-hmm. doubt. And, sure. uh, I, I wanted to do it all myself. I wanted to do it all myself, you know, for the first couple of years. And that actually hurt me, hurt my growth. And, uh, so what advice would you give to somebody transitioning out of that? You know, because everybody that that's like that, and I'll take that because that's the opposite of being lazy. Is yeah. I want to do it all. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sure. So somebody transitioning into man, I just want to grow. I want to. I want to develop. But I, I, the reason why people don't do that is is they don't want to drop the ball. So I don't want them to mess up. Mm-hmm. I don't want. I feel like I can do it the best. So if they don't do it to that level, you know, it's not going to be to the level that I that I want it to be at. So I might right. as well. Just do it, do it all myself. Right. How mentally, because I think you win mentally before you win it physically. Right. Mm-hmm. How mentally do you make the sale as somebody that walked through that journey to somebody listening to this to, to get over, you know, that? You know, it, it, it all comes down to being unselfish. I really think it is. And the more unselfish you are with things like this, the the better off you'll be. Because if you take the time out, let's say you're developing a new person. It's going to take some time and you may hit some struggles there and your performance might not be the best for those couple weeks. And, but over time that'll, that'll just start to pick Mm -hmm. back up and oversee, uh, you know, it'll just overcome what you were doing before. And you're, you're able to just skyrocket because you've multiple, 
multiplied yourself into other people. So I really just, patience too. You know how unpatient I am, man. I'm not patient at all. Uh, that's something that I've gone leaps and bounds of getting better Big at time being group. patient. But being patient with people. A lot of the greats are impatient though. You know, oh. It's easier to take somebody super aggressive yeah. in sports, you know what I mean, or whatever, and say, all right, we got to get you to breathe, calm down, right. relax, than right. somebody that has no aggression right. and try to make them aggressive. Right. Somebody, it's, it's also hard. I'll take somebody that has a lack of patience in a sense mm -hmm. of urgency, and I want it right now to attack it and try to gear that back and, and teach that right. versus having somebody that has no, no just this nothing. lackadaisical, no mm -hmm. sense of urgency. Right. So I'll take it all day. Yeah, right. I, I want it. I want it now. You know, I see something mm -hmm. and I want it now. Like, come on, let's go. Why don't we have this yet? <laughs> so it's anything hard. surprise you? You know, but I want to get in a little bit about, you know, I always talk about, you know, what, what made you take the leap of faith? You know, as, as yeah, we're sitting here, you know, Greg yeah, and I, you know, we talk about it. We joke about it. It gets cliche to people that know us, but a lot of people are listening to this and they don't, they haven't mm -hmm. heard it. You know, they That's haven't hard, heard the, mm. the thing before, yeah. you know, and, and, uh, you know, so me and Greg didn't know each other right before this, you know, Period. business. Mm. So it wasn't like we already had a prior, prior relationship. Mm. And, uh, we met for the first time outside at the Capitol grill. And I remember he parked his car. I was parking my car at the same time mm -hmm. and we both got out like lunchtime. Yep. And, and met and, and met each other with similar energy. Right. You know, it was like, mm -hmm. it was like just <laughs> strength and, yeah, and, yeah. and energy, man. It was like, man, I could already feel, I get it. You know what I mean? I, I yeah. get it. And, and your, your reputation precedes you. You know, I'm sure he ain't just showing up at a place without doing some research and background on who right. the hell at, who right. is this dude? Right. You know what I mean? And I'm doing yep. research and background on. It was the same. It dude? was the same thing. Oh, watch out for this guy. Watch out for this guy. You know, yep. Oh, I heard this. I heard that. Yeah. And then yep. we got it both ways. So, yep. you know, yep. I think that's. So he's probably getting, you got to, you know, you watch, watch out for this. Dude. And I'm, yeah. you know, watch I'm getting, you got to watch out for him. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Watch yeah. out for this. Watch they do this, that. Yeah. And, and uh, man, it was just, Back it was, it was really natural because, right. yeah. you know, like he's a chameleon, you know, I've, I grew up, uh, you know, around uh, everybody, you know, I grew up right. around iron workers, steel workers, you know, right. union, my grandfather, my uncle, all of them in the mm -hmm. union grew up around street hustlers and then, you know, and then I went to Ursuline high school, went to college. And so I got that balance of, of, right. uh, of all that yeah. stuff. So I was comfortable, yeah. uh, coming into it, you know, that my spirit right. would be able to tell me, you know, and, and oftentimes, sometimes, man, the hidden genius in people makes other people feel a certain type of way. And I'm aware of that. Right. You know what I mean? Is, is sometimes the people that, to some folks is uh, this person is uh, this way or this person's that way or they're this or they're that. I, I understand it and can relate to it because I, I look at it differently. Mm -hmm. Well, maybe they're just real. Maybe they just don't take your shit and that makes that person mm -hmm. a right. certain way to you. Right. Or maybe that person is, is uh, ambitious and, and aggressive, you know, in building what they want. And so that person looks that way right. to you, you know what I mean? But to me, it's a completely, and so I, I was like, man, excited to, to judge for myself. And, and so we started to, to feel each other out. For you sure, know what I mean? Man. We just started yeah. to, to meet at the Capitol Grill mm -hmm. and we would meet and have lunch and, and talk and, and just keep taking our time. We took our time with it, man. Mm -hmm. And I and, uh, wanted to make sure it was right. I wanted to make sure it was right. He wanted to make sure, you know, it was right. And after, you know, six months, you know, three to six months of, of, of that, he, he finally comes aboard. Mm -hmm. And so what made you take the leap of faith, you know, Greg, in their mid, mid thirties, already a couple hundred thousand a year stable, you right. know what you you're doing. Good. You worked right. your way yeah. up already right. in that industry. Right. All right. I'm going to go do something. I don't know a hundred percent dealing yep. with a dude that I don't know, right. you know, a hundred percent. And I'm married and I, and I got a kid. I think that's where people get stuck. Dude, we had a kid it's, on the yeah. way too. We were pregnant. Right. Kid on the way. Do you want to mess that? You know, you yeah. Know, you oh yeah. Yeah. Right Pressure. Oh, so I what, what made you man. take the leap of faith, man? Well, it, the leap of faith was really taking my time on getting to know you. I mean, so we live in a world where everyone's personality, everyone's life is persona on, on Instagram and social media. And for the majority of it, it's bullshit. You know what I mean? Sure. People only put the positives out there uh, on social media. The, hey, look at me. This is what I did. They don't really see uh, anything else. 
uh, but most of it's really bullshit. <laughs> Just from what I know, like, I know a lot of people that just post a lot of bullshit. Yeah. And I'm just like, you know what? I want to say you're a fucking liar on your post. Like, you're full of shit. But I don't. You know what I mean? I want to keep positivity, and I don't want to be portrayed like that either to be a hater. Yep. You know, but a lot of people are full of shit. So your your social media presence is 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 heavy. Like, you, you want to mentor people. You want to be, you know, uh, 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 looked at as, you know, a mentor, a coach. Uh, someone that's very successful, which all of it you are. and But I didn't know that. I just saw the videos, you know what I mean, riding around, little bald dude in the Bentley, you know what I mean? Like, like you have to think in a way, right. this dude's probably full of shit. Right. You know? Right. I'm not saying that you were or anything, or I, I thought that, but, but I had to see for myself. Right. No doubt. You know what I mean? I was curious. I knew you were successful because you can't do the things you do if you're not. So... I said, fuck it. You know what I mean? Let's take it. Let's take a chance. I want to meet this dude for lunch. Uh, worst case scenario, I walk out of here with a, a friend and, uh, you know what I mean? And, and a, 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 another friend that's now a sniff him out. See who the hell's right? out here right, riding right, around right. my city. So right. I'm, you know I'm what sniffing him out. Gotta meet this cat. Sniffing him out. And uh, over time, I just really got to know how genuine of a person you are. And we have a lot of things in common. Tons, bro. Tons. So just over time, and, you know, you brought me around company events before I even started. So that helped out a lot because I saw the vision. I saw, uh, I, and I knew a lot of people that worked here, you know, before, uh, you know, we got together. So I've known Matt Diolis for, God, since we were teenagers, you know. Wow. And I've known Ohm since we were, Ryan Ohm since we were teenagers. Uh, I saw their success here. You know, Matt Diolis, you, you don't really get a better person in this company than Matt Diolis. I mean, he's a partner. He's a phenomenal person, father, you know, coach, mentor, whatever. You can't say nothing bad about the kid. So I was like, man, oh. I, know, I knew Tommy for a while. You know, I, I knew all these people, and I knew what kind of money they were making. And uh, I said, shit, if they, if they can do it, I, I think I can do it, you know? So... I said, let's do it. After it was about four months, I think, but I got the licensing out of the way like immediately. I passed the test. I would work till like ten o'clock at night, and I would go home, eat, and then stay up till about one, two o'clock, and just smash the course out for like four days. I would text you my progress, and you'd call, text me like four in the morning, like, "Hey, good job, holy shit!" And uh, just got licensed, and and I didn't get licensed actually. It took me, it took me another three months to get licensed because uh my prior uh criminal had a little, little background background yeah you know my in my background. 20s i was a, I was a wild man i like to fight a lot yeah. so well, you, <laughs> you know, i had boxer, a lot of right? assault charges and you know stuff that would uh limit me like. from getting my license so it's funny you know i didn't think i was gonna get it i'm like holy shit what did i do bro i want you to know i got like i got a letter from the state that declined your license. Mm, you didn't even tell that me. Same day. <laughs> like, same well, day. God will fix oh. it. I talked to him and I'm like, yeah, man, I'm excited for you. You know, I was like, <laughs> do you know how hard, hard that uh. is? And it was, it was like something in me told me I'm going to find a way something. <laughs> the Lord's going to find a way. Something's wow. going to happen. Wow. Man. And, and, wow. and we were able to, and it never happens. Like, yeah, it's done. You know, we right. were able to get that reversed, and 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 he never even really knew that that happened until the license and all that you know stuff came in. And uh, man, it was it was a lot of pressure on both of us. You know, pressure on him. You know, leaving and now you didn't oh, pressure you didn't, on me. Oh, man, you know, That's it's hard. like yeah, yeah. It's a lot. to to like, take this on. Right. You know, of like I, I I can't let him fail now. You know, we're connected. You know, right. I got to make sure oh. that. So we spent a lot of time together, man. I spent a ton of time together and introducing him to the CEO of the company before he started introducing mm -hmm. him to Zoffin before he started it, Marcus before he started. And we spent so much time together and, um, man, I, you know, I caught so much flack from it, you know, in the beginning of, of, oh man, your, you know, favoritism, it's, you know, and this and that, because you spend so much time and, you right, know, with him and right, all this, yeah. but we still you gotta, it. you gotta block the noise out. You know, you gotta block the noise out. Even, even when, when, when Greg won the Lamborghini, you know, uh, the, the it was car. fixed. It was fixed. Oh, I, heard I got that. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. it's fixed. Oh. Like I wish I could find a way to 
miraculously pull a ticket. It wasn't because I bag. had four hundred tickets in there or nothing. Right. You know what I mean? Because we did like <laughs> just crazy six hundred thousand ALP in production. Man? I got to go back to that. How was that winning a Lamborghini? <laughs> I was it, was. it was insane. He ran around the parking lot. I, I, I remember. I was. I mean, I remember. It was I was insane. There? I. I. It was so crazy. funny because I texted Nat D in the morning. We I was. We were talking about something. And Matt I was like, Deese, I don't I feel like I'm gonna. Juice. I feel like I'm gonna win this Lambo today. And she's like, I had a dream. Yeah, she that told you me won that this. the day of. Yeah, even in she's my like, wife I had said, a dream. Rudolph, I think you're gonna wow. win this. Wow. wow. So I just kind of had like that little. You know what I mean? Like shit happens when you. Yeah. It, it, it was and weird. Nat D's like the some weird. Nat D got some type of weird blessing on yeah, her too. Do. I call her my like consigliere. That. My mom's like that. <laughs> yes, I go to like Nat D gives great advice. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And knows how to. Balance be in everything. the middle right. and not yeah. judge and right. you know what right. I mean she and all that stuff man right. she's she's special Greg I think one of the things that's that's been cool you know to, well let me ask you before I get into that anything surprise you anything that you didn't expect you know because you tried to take your time research we talked a lot about yeah. it you know other than you know the first day where you quit mm-hmm. is there is there anything <laughs> definitely did anything <laughs> that surprised you anything that you didn't expect in the deal, good or bad. Oh, Go back to the man. first day, though. You said I, I, you said that. Yeah, he so, quit his first day. So I, yeah. I so set him up. This. I set him up with Justin. Well, uh, well, you know, it was. I was just super frustrated too. You know, I didn't have my license. Uh, I, I'm a lot of pressure. You know, what I mean, I wasn't making money. Right. Thank God, I had money saved. Right. Because you know, what I mean, I was I was making between twenty to twenty five thousand a month. Right. And. You know, you start making that kind of money, you're like, yeah, I'm good. But you acquire bills. You know what I mean, <laughs> so, but I had money saved up, so I wasn't that worried about it. But you know, we're we're going a couple months without getting paid because I don't have a license. And Justin takes me out in the field. He's like, yo, you know, we're gonna go see nine people today. This is how much money we're gonna make. Blah 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 blah. Don't worry about it. You're fine. I'm like, okay. All right. All right sounds good. <laughs> now keep in mind. <laughs> Justin is, if not one of the best, the best yes. sales trainers he can train. in the game. He can train. He's up there yeah. with the best, right? Like yeah. Justin can do it all. Yes, he can. We went. I don't know how many. I think there was probably three people that didn't answer the door. <laughs> Four people were just like, "I don't want this shit. Leave me alone. Get out of my house." As bad as you can like, get for the, the day. Oh, yeah. oh, oh for bad eight. as you can yeah. get. Oh, for, for the day. eight, and we drove around. For hours. It was All like Tom Brady this week got blank. Long. Tom Brady, they held Tom Brady to zero points uh, for the first time yeah. in his career. That's how it, it this was. was. It's, it's like it doesn't, right, right. it doesn't happen. He picked me up at like 10 a.m. <laughs> it's like... Bring food because we're gonna be out all day oh, making. We're gonna make like six grand today. You know, I'm like, all right, let's, all right, go. let's, let's, let's see what you got. You know what I mean? I'm like, okay. So we come back at like 10 o'clock at night, and we're both just exhausted. He's trying to be so positive. Yeah. And he know you got to call me. <laughs> right. he's, he's so I could tell he's nervous because we didn't really have a relationship yet. Right. He was he was just trying uncomfortable. To do what right. Right. You know, right. I mean, he was pissed off. I could tell, but he wasn't showing sure, it. Right. But I was like, I know you're pissed off, motherfucker. You, you could tell me, mad. like, right, right. Come, on. come on. I had people calling me all day long. Hey, How I'm on go? my way up to the dealership. I want this Cadillac. I want to buy. Oh, like, buy. Fuck! I just missed out on four grand there on a commission. Right. I'm like, what am I doing? Driving around, doing nothing. nothing. You know what I mean? I right. could be making like ten grand right, right. now. Right. And uh, that's the dapple. So the next day, I went home and I was just completely like, my wife was like, "What's wrong?" I was like, "I don't know about this. I'm fucking done. Yeah, this ain't going. I'm done. I was good. like, I'm going back to see Vic tomorrow. I'm gonna beg for my job, tell him I made a mistake, and hope to God he gives me my job back. <laughs> so I didn't sleep. I I stayed up all night. I uh, drove to the dealership at, at 745 because I know he gets there at 745. Yeah, you got to be there. Yeah. I walked straight up to his office. I was like, yo. He's like, what are you doing here? I was like, can't get my job back. <laughs> just like he, <laughs> he just started laughing. He's like, sit down. He's like, what, what's going on? I was like, well, this is going on. You know what I mean, when I, I can't get licensed. I didn't make any money yet. This happened. I went 0 for 8 yesterday. Fucking sucks. Right. He was like, "Well, you can't have your job back." Oh, and I said, no. "What do you mean?" And we're boys, you know. What I mean, right. like, what are you talking about? You know, I mean, I didn't even expect him to say that. Right. He was like, 
I had to hire three people just to do your job. Like I had to hire two people to do the internet sales and I had to hire another sales guy for the floor, three people just to do what you did. I was like, well, get rid of them. Right. Let them go. What you I was like, I earned that shit. Get rid of them. He's like, no. He said, you need to go back. He said, you need to do it for a year. And if you, after a year, if you want your job back, I'll give you your job back. I'll fire everybody. It's yours. I'll even give you a promotion, whatever you want. But you have to give this at least a year because you don't even know what what is entailed yet. Like, you didn't even start yet. So here is somebody that, you know, I would sell. I think the last month I was there, I sold like 61 cars. 61 And your cars. average, you know. That's a lot. Your of cars. average car salesman sells like twelve a month. Yeah, fifteen, yeah. twenty if they're if they're yeah. goats. And I'm out here balling forty to sixty, right? So that's a bit that's that's a hard pill to swallow losing someone like that. So props to him for for Don't releasing me and let me mm-hmm. let me figure out what I want to do with that's my life and go. and just see if it's a better opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know that's why. I always have a lot of respect for him. He and he's a, he's he's more he's a friend. You know what I mean? Like yep. I call him. We talk all the time. But yeah, that was my first. That was my first week. And then the next the next day, I was well before that. No, it was it was after that? I uh, was it before or after I talked to him? But anyway, we ended up in the South Hills office, and uh, I was like, I got to talk to you guys. You know, and I didn't want to do it over a phone call. Right. I mean, that would be a little bitch move. So I was like, I earn, you know, I'd at least have to give this guy some respect and I want to talk to him face to face. Right. So this office was being built at the time. And uh, we met at the South Hills office, <clears throat> me, Justin, uh, and Simon. We went into Britain's office and Britain just happened to be in there. And uh, Britain stayed for the conversation because mm-hmm. I, I, I've known Britain too. And I was comfortable, you know, talking to him about it. So the four of us were in there, five of us, whatever. And I was like, guys, it's just this isn't for me. Right. I was like, I, I, I got to go back to doing, you know, what I was doing, or, or, or you know, I, I need to make money. You know, I mean, I just don't see myself driving around all day, sitting in people's, you know, living rooms or kitchen tables and selling them life insurance. I'm just not passionate about it. I don't think. And, right. and uh, got emotional. You know, what I mean, I had a lot going on, and uh, by the grace of God, you guys talked me back into it. I think Britain had a lot to do with it too. He, he said some some nice things there. And we figured out another game plan. We figured out, all right, let's get some production, prove to people that you can do this, get some respect, uh, which I, I think I did. I, I wrote 150,000 ALP in like nine, nine, 90 days, three month, three or four months. Wow. Uh, I was a top agent in the company so, my wow. first month. Uh, I was top SA in the company, top GA, and then I got my MGA promotion four months in the deal from hire which people were pissed, pissed about, super pissed. pissed. Like, fuck this dude. I had to hear it. It takes years to be an MGA. He's, it's because you're a boy. Like, no, it was because I yep. had like 60 people in the yep. pipeline and yep. like 15 submitting agents. Yep. But I recruited the doors off. I was like, you know what? I know I don't want to drive around no all day and just do. sell. I want to teach people how to sell. I think I can impact people more. So I just recruited the doors off. Uh, made a bunch of money on recruiting. I started to get some great people in the door, some great hires. I learned how to do job posts, uh, pick people's brains in the company. Like Jason Bratton was really good at that at the time. So did a workshop with him on how to, you know, uh, get on, um, you know, like ZipRecruiter was big at the time. Mm. So he sent me over some job posts. I, I altered them a little bit. Uh, shout out to him. But, like, just little shit like that. And then I would just attack from literally 3 o'clock to 10 o'clock at night. I was on the phone getting people into my overviews interviewing them, hiring them, just hiring the time into your skill. You know I mean, I was like, I'm all in. Which is I, your I, gift. I, and I was pissed off. Wow. I was pissed off. I was like, I'm going to fucking do this. I'm going to do, do it. it. And, uh, you know, first year was history. Boom. And I was, I was hooked after that. And in that end of the end of the first year, I started to get some really, really solid people and we had some momentum and I had some people that could train, uh, you know, hired one of my dear friends, uh, Ryan Ritz, who's going to be a, beast this year coming up he'll do a million alone in his ga deal how long you think did it take you to to yeah, to yeah. say in your mind yeah all right i'm here 
But that's what I'm saying. Uh, you were leaving saying, this is it. I mean, I remember this. Well, the first year, the first year was completely wishy-washy. Mm. I was dedicated. I was, yep. you know, I was here yep. every day. No doubt. All the time. The I was bought in. I was 100% here, but I was also 100% like, I could quit at any time. Like, if another opportunity presented itself where I'm right. going to make a quarter million a year and it's guaranteed and I don't, you know what I mean? Like, I'd probably, it would be hard not to take it, right. honestly. And, uh, but at the same time, like, I didn't really want to go back to car, the car. Like, that was, you did that. I fell into that by accident. Like, I met with Victor to get money off of him for a, for, to sponsor me for a fight. And he was like, hey, I'm buying a dealership. You want to come work with me? Because I wasn't working at the time. I was just fighting. Like, I I filed bankruptcy <laughs> two years before that because my business got all jacked up because my daughter was had, you know, cancer. had cancer. And uh, I had money put away. I had a bunch of cash from, <laughs> you know, from doing what I used to do. Right. <laughs> and I wasn't worried about money. I owned a gym. I was making money. Uh, and then sold that. And I was just chilling. You know, I mean, my house was paid for. My, I had my cars were paid for. So I didn't really want to work. I just wanted to, I was doing real estate. You know what I mean? That was like how I got money. So I didn't really want to get into the car industry to begin with. I just kind of fell into it and I started making a lot of money and I was like, fuck it, I'm going to stay. But I uh, ended up doing that and shit, it's just worked out, you know, till the next best thing came along about. And this was to me the next best thing. And to answer the question, I would probably say my second year, once I started to get growth bonuses, was when I, you know, was completely bought in. I think I got a $60,000 growth bonus. Okay. Or something ridiculous my second year as an MGA. Uh, and that's on top of what they pay you weekly. No doubt. So imagine just getting 60 Gs just slapped into your bank account. Yep. From the growth that you had from the previous oh, yeah. year. Yep. And I was like, holy shit, there's something to this. And that was the same time that Britain got like a hundred and. Six thousand, like Britain got a big ass one. Hundred grand, like hundred and six yep. grand, yep. hundred grand for the. I quarter. was like, damn, if I just stick around, like I could probably, you know, do the same thing. And then people like Mark were really starting to get developed. You know, Mark Bernsdorf, Ryan Ritz, Cam Gray, like all of my top people, they were brand Started new getting traction, and yeah, they didn't really, year. and no, we didn't no, really no. know what was going on. Right, we didn't right. have the best. You know, the best you just work leadership you techniques right. going on and training. We were still figuring it all out. And by the end of that second year, I mean, I was promoting RGAs and we were rocking, opening up offices. And then this year it was just, I mean, people get to a certain level in this business and they just get better from the people around them. And it's not just us, it's people in the company, you know, like, they're reaching out to other people and other agencies and getting their scripts and getting better and everything's just evolution, evolving. Right. Multiplication you know? and evolution. So right. I feel like this year was just like you couldn't pry me away from this career. Like I'd be heartbroken. I don't know what I would do. Well, I don't know what I would do. No doubt. Like I love what I do. Right. No doubt. And I knew you would. I'm getting I'm at the point now where like the best part, man, is, is watching you get renewals. Never leave. You know, oh, residuals. Yeah. You sent me pictures of the residuals. You know, I always use whatever the person was doing before and say, imagine if, you know, so if they were in the coffee business, you know, at Starbucks, I'd say, imagine for every coffee that left the window, mm -hmm. right. they'd give you a percentage right. of that for the rest of your life. Right. Imagine for every car that left the dealership that you sold, yeah. they'd give you a percentage of their monthly car payment for mm -hmm. the rest of their life. Yeah. You know, imagine how much I'm money that you would have. I'm building my house right now solely off of my residuals, I feel like, and, and, and that's guaranteed money coming in. Unbelievable. You know? You know, we're, we're, we're backed by, by Globe Life. They've been around since... Uh, 100 plus years. Over 100 years. Like, this company no. isn't going anywhere. No doubt. So, that I feel like the security I have just with the residual income I have is... is that's reason for me enough to build the house. Speaking of security, how important do you think it is to have spousal support, to get support from your spouse or significant other? Whew. I was there. It's, and what advice would you give to somebody that don't have it yet? Man, it's, it's, I always like the saying, it's better to have a, a wife that has your back and that's not on your back. You know what I mean? I think I heard that from you. Yeah. And that is so true. So true. You know, and she, everybody has their role, I believe. And, you know, my wife still works 
She uh, she's a marketing director and a manager for a company they do um, like crowd control. So she's got her master's degree in, in marketing, very good at building websites and managing things like that. And and uh, so she's super independent and she's good at what she does. She works from home. She, I think she has to go in one day a week, but we still put little G in daycare so she can, you know, do work, do. Uh, you know, because she it's she does. She works hard. Uh, but she also takes care of the house, <clears throat> you know, it does all the cooking, all the cleaning, all the laundry, like takes care of, she takes my son to daycare every day, picks him up. Like it's a job, that's right a there. six figure that's, job right there. I mean, no yeah, doubt. it is right. No doubt. So I don't have to worry about none of that shit. All that's done. If I was single or if I had a wife that was a lazy piece of shit, right. I just want to sleep all day and I had to go home and do my own laundry and cook my own food and this and that. Like, I wouldn't be able to do what I'm doing. Absolutely not. There's no right. way in hell. No doubt. So she's a G. Like, she will, she works. She's a hard worker. It's vital to have that. Oh, my God. What if somebody don't have easier. just the support, you know, of of maybe they're starting out in their first couple months or first six months, and it's like, man, I, I don't, they don't quite have that support yet. It's hard, yeah. What would Talk you say? Talk about someone that's single, too. You like someone that's single? Yeah. You know, you 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 have to be super disciplined, and your schedule has to be ironed out to a T every single week. You have to Vitamin. know when you're waking up. You have to know when you're going to do your laundry. Vitamin. You have to know what time you're going to the gym, which should be like early in the morning so you can focus the rest of the day on your business. You should know when you're going to cook food. You should know what time you're going to bed. You should know what time you're going to Crazy. pick up your prescriptions from Rite Aid. I mean, literally everything should be ironed out it. because it, it's on you, right? Greg, If you got someone that's helping you do that, whoo, it's a game changer. It. No doubt. Greg, tell us a little bit. How would you describe Simon's leadership style, if you could? Simon's leadership style. Yeah. I would say Simon's leadership style is very, very, very good. It's, you know, I've modeled my leadership style directly off of what so he you, does. So you just copycat exactly right. what it's he all, all the best people just copycat and plagiarize says, other right. people's shit. Right. So I was like, you know what I mean? He's good at what he does, so I'm going to copy that. And I'll talk a lot about that. He reprimands in private. He gives praise in public, which is very, very important. Mm -hmm. uh, he gets to know somebody before he actually coaches them, so he knows how to coach them. Correct. All right, so. Don't judge a book by its cover. I got to feel you out. Like, if right. I'm coaching you, you. Right. I'm going to say, hey. What are your goals in life? Right. How much money you want to make? Yeah, you're gonna be All right. right. You told you're me you want to make a half a million dollars a year. Right. I'm going to have to coach you hard as shit. To make this. Are you okay order. with me coaching you hard? Are you okay with me getting in Get your ass right. a little bit? Are you going to be soft? Are you going to cry? Are you going to not I take to know this my now. coaching? Right. So getting to know someone, getting to know what their goals are in and out of the business. What, you know, or they want to retire their mother. Uh, you know, do they want to take care of their, their family? You know, what makes them tick? All right. right. Uh, from there, you know how to coach somebody. And then it's just literally keeping them accountable, meeting with them, going over their goals, writing them out, you know, three, four times a year, uh, going over their, their performances for the quarter, uh, a lot of accountability. And, uh, you know, he has a great delivery of everything. Right, right, right. I mean? like, right, right. Really, really good delivery. It comes across well. Yeah, even if he's emotional about it, you can't tell. Right. It's, it's just a Him. It's calm, you know, just super good delivery. Always knows the, the right thing to say. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Always takes personal feelings out of it. Right. You know, and, and my delivery, I feel like, has gotten a lot better over because the past couple of years. Like, I was pretty it was, – I was pretty – Aggressive. Aggressive. Yeah, I can hear aggressive. Know. Like, why ain't you? At, at times this year, I've, I've I've messed up a few times, but yeah, but like that's something where I, I, I like to get better at is the delivery and being it's it, that's patience too. Yeah, yeah, you know. So in the beginning, you were in here, you were leaving, you were done with it. Now, what you you came back and what made you believe in Simon and staying with this agency? Like, what exactly? That growth bonus. Is that what yeah. it was? That the growth money, bonus? The money. The, the money. The opportunity. So you started waited, making some big bank. Because you said you waited after when you got that 60 bands, you said, now this is real. Yeah. Now this is something. That it was, and it wasn't only that. Okay. So I will tell you that was probably the main reason. You know, I don't want to sound like, <laughs> no. you know, I'm just, just all about the money. money. Right. But the big part of it, because once you have money, you can really do what you want to do. Okay, you know, you can help people. You can right. do, you know, you can fund things. Right. Whatever. For sure. But 
it wasn't just me making money. It was the people around me. Everybody. It was the people that I had, you know, I brought in. Right. You know what I mean? And and their lives are changing. And then you start to to really think about it. You're like, man, this dude just bought a half a million dollar house in Tampa because he met you. Yeah. This kid just bought a brand new Range Rover. This kid just gave his mom $6,000 in cash for Christmas. Wow. Wow. This dude is paying his mom's bills. This girl just bought a house and she's 21 years old. Mm. Changing lives. You just start to think like addicted to it. Holy shit. Like, dude, you have a big fucking impact on other people's lives. And not only that, but you made a bunch of mistakes in your, in your twenties. You get to make sure they don't make those mistakes. Right. So then you're just like, shit, I really want to help people. I like helping people. You know what I mean? So, that's when it really starts to get fun, and that's when you will really uh, all the rewards will really you know make it makes your your day. You it, makes I mean? I, I, it makes me tick now. Like I right. don't look at my paychecks; I look at other people's paychecks first. See what they get, right? You know what I mean? Because right. if, if you're if your people aren't making the money, then you're not making any money. Right. Speaking right. of all those people having success in your organization, what would you say are some of the traits of of people that have the most of of amounts of success because when you name those people, I mean, you got, you got African-American people having success. You got women having success. Mm -hmm. You got young women having success. Mm -hmm. You got, you got college kids having success. You know, you, you got people in different States having success in different levels of it, you know, and you got somebody with a big long beard that that has success. So just, if we were to put your people up that have success, they all look, so different. I yeah, mean, you, yeah. you you got you Maybe got somebody that looks like he's right. you got somebody that looks like he lives in a in a in a in a hut <laughs> hunting <laughs> fish in the ice <laughs> in Antarctica. <laughs> uh, uh, and, and then you got you got somebody that's that's you know two hundred twenty five pounds, black dude, you know, yeah. athlete. You you got five foot tall, you know, twenty one year old women having success. You got. College kids look like models with, yeah. you know, 15-pack yeah. abs yeah. having success. So it's like it, it's it's the League of Nations. You I know? got them all. But what the is the, boys. What, is the, the, what is the traits? The athletes, I got them all. Can you, do you have any traits that, that stand out of, like, them all? Like, one of my favorite books is from Good to Great, Jim Collins. And, and what he did is he isolated the companies over a period of time that they, they went from good to great and, mm-hmm. and they stuck out. And then he went back and, and wiped out all the things that were different and found all the similarities. And then he started to talk about those similarities that they had in common. Yep. What would be the similarities that all these different people have? I would say they're all competitive. Uh, they all like to compete. Uh, very few number of the people are competitive that, that, that do well with us. I would say they're all money motivated they want to make money they enjoy helping others right uh, which is new people they enjoy serving people which would be our clients our members uh you know we've had tons and tons and tons of death claims this year i had two wow. personally myself uh but we've, that had, crazy? we've had a bunch of death claims and they're just like holy shit like i'm i really help this family you know what we do is real uh I, I switched it up this year. I, as you know, we got the office in Monroeville. You know, we own it, me and you. And from that day forward, I made every I make everybody come into the office. Right. Like they can work from home if they want, but I really encourage everybody to be in the office because we have a blast in there. Right. It's atmosphere there. They right. see other people making money. They see other people hustling, so they mimic that because they don't want to, you know what I mean, feel like like when you're around other people, you, you're held more accountable. Right, exactly. When you're at home, like you. your dog can right. eat, distract you know, like Distractions. Tons of distractions. And you just yep. don't work as hard. Yep. So, but th- that's huge. Like the office culture we have is huge. But not only that, but, you know, there, there, there's people, I really think the Florida office sparked a lot for us. I would give the Florida office all the credit on the office culture. Uh, Mark did a phenomenal job, him, Spencer, Mike, uh, all those guys down there. Just getting people in, people making stupid money. You no know, doubt. The, 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 their social media, their Instagram, like it's all on fire. And I mean, so I, I, I copied what they're doing. 
Right. You know, I mean, here's someone that I recruited teaching me shit. Like, man, I need to step up my game because Mark's whooping my ass. So, literally, I I just wanted to copy what they were doing. Love and it. That's why I wanted to buy the office. I was like, you know, I'm gonna invest some money into this and get it back tenfold. Get that office culture cracking. And uh, you know, it, it's a lot easier for people to make money and, and, and learn the industry when just your manager's a, a knock away. <coughs> like, right. hey. I'm having trouble on this presentation. I'm going to get my manager real quick to explain that to you. Come in, close the deal. Boom. Happened last night. I mean, Lenny was struggling on an appointment. Cam heard it. Cam walked in his cubicle. Actually, boom, 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 boom. Closed it two minutes later. Boom. You know what I mean? 1,500 Crazy. ALP. Boom. Yeah. Lenny made 800 bucks in 40 minutes. Right. Yep. You know what I mean? Because Cam was right there. If Lenny was at home, he wouldn't have got that sale. Right. That's just how that shit works. Boom. Yep. So big, big part. Big part. Closing sure. out. What what would you say, like, if, if somebody blindfolds me is like, all right, you have no time to think about this. What topic are you most passionate about? Boom. I got a couple go-tos that are in my heart that I wouldn't have to manifest or dream up the right amount of passion because I believe in it so deeply it'll just come out naturally. Right. What, what do you think would be maybe something you're, you're most passionate about when it comes to being successful in business or building a business? If I said, all right, Greg... We got no time to think about it. Pick right what now. you what you're most passionate about that you think would bring success in business. Somebody as an entrepreneur starting up a business, anything listening in that's not in our business. Just just this is what you're most passionate about. Can you talk about that that subject and maybe give some tips or advice in that area to like be successful <coughs> in, in an industry? Yep, I think really you got to be relentless. <laughs> Number one, if you want a nine to five job. You're gonna get nine to five results, okay? You're gonna you're gonna get your paycheck. You're gonna have just enough money to pay your bills, and then go have a couple drinks at the bar, drive your you know average car, whatever you know. Maybe you got a nice car, but you're gonna live paycheck to paycheck for a, a very long time. If you want to own your own business, if you want to take it to the next level, be successful, it's going to take a long time. You're gonna to have to be relentless. You're gonna to have to be passionate about. Uh, everything that you do, you're going to have to build your own reputation. So you have to build your own self, build your brand. Uh, you have to do the right things all the time. Not some of the time, but all the time. Put yourself last. Uh, being relentless is 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 not giving up if you have a bad week. Not giving up if you had a bad month. If you have a bad year, not giving up. Andy Frazella lived in his store for 10 years and didn't take a paycheck for 10 years. Mm. Talk about being relentless. Yep. You know what I mean? Like yep. One of the best podcasts in the world, multi, multi, multi-millionaire, lived in his store for 10 years selling supplements. You know what I mean? You think that's being relentless? Like, that's the shit that, that it takes. No doubt. Um, but know that you're going to work more than 40 hours a week. Right. right. <laughs> you're going to get up early. You're going to suffer. You're going to sacrifice. You're going to do shit that you don't want to do for a long time. But you keep doing it, you you end up getting everything that you wanted and more. And when you can develop people and share that with other people, it makes it 10 times better because then you can delegate a lot of things to other people. And then you can be on the golf course at 2 o'clock in the afternoon on a Friday. Mm. Or you can be on a yacht cruising the, the Bahamas with your, your people. You know what I mean? So it may take two years. It may take five. It may take 20 but for those amount of years that it takes, mm. be fucking relentless. Mm, come on, baby. That's what I, I love it. Let's go. Beautiful. That's I wanted to, um, you know, also, man, just tell you how grateful I am, you know, for you, man, and what you've brought to the business and the energy and the spark that you've brought to the business. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm proud of you. I'm grateful for you. Oh, I'm not great. surprised at all. And, uh, you know, I called you recently. You know, I want to let you know, you know, if you need anything, Make sure you know that, that you can call me. We spent so much mm -hmm. time together in the first couple of years mm -hmm. because I felt like you needed that, yeah. you know, more than you need now. Sure. You know, of right. like, I'm not going to let this dude fail. I'm going to be connected to his right. hip. I'm going to I'm mm -hmm. going to do whatever I got to do to be there for him and have that relationship with him. Um, until I know for sure that you can walk on your own, drive on your own, ride the bike on your own, you know, all of that. And now here we are, you know, almost four years in and, and uh, you know, we bought that office together and, and you're running multiple offices and you're having, you know, success. And 
So it's it's uh, the care is still the same, and and the relationship is mm-hmm. still the same, but the time that we get is not the same, right. and mm-hmm. and uh, we still get time, but not the time that we used right. to constantly get, right. you know, right. all right. the time, and and it's it's because I know that you got it, you mm-hmm. know, and right. and a lot of times I'll call you and ask, "Is there anything you need?" Like I got it, you know, I'm, I'm good, yep, I'll but let just you know. just know just know that it ain't 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 nothing changed, mm-hmm. you know, over here. I'm, I'm uh haven't haven't forgot about you haven't gotten any less uh appreciative or grateful you know for for what you're doing i just know you got it and i'm focusing on the others that i know that need mm-hmm. me to walk them and, yep, and right. uh and help them and, up, and, and, and teach them because yep. uh, i know you got it down and uh, sure. i think that's the that's the best compliment you know you could pay somebody you know is is just knowing that that side of the field is now locked down right you know mm-hmm. that that sure. i no longer have to have safety help over the top Yep. Where I would right. need to be safety help over the top right. as much, you know, I, I know that that side locked of the in. field is is uh, is locked down, mm-hmm. you know, right now, and and uh, you've you've you're you've become one of those type of players, you know, right now. So I'm excited for you to look at what the next four years, you know, looks like for you. And um, when you know, I, I joke and say, you know, four years here is like getting a, a degree, you know, in mm-hmm. college and two years in six years, you know, it's mm-hmm. like getting a master's and eight years in, it's like being a doctor, you know, yep. when, when, when you get that doctorate, you know, here in the next four years, man, it's, it's going to be uh quadruple, whatever you, you Google, you know, what the average doctor makes mm-hmm. and, and uh similar impact, you know, with no disrespect to those that are, that are in the medical field and, and play such a big role. We just had a, a friend of ours, Nat D's uh, father-in-law last night had a, had a serious, uh, issue. He had random uh, on the right that day had to have a open heart surgery oh and, uh, and, and Aaron's dad and, and uh, he feels better today. He said better than ever, better than he's felt in the last, you know, 10 years. Wow. So, so much respect for those in the, in the medical field. So when I give that analogy, you know, I don't want it to sound demeaning, but man, you just the lives that you impact, mm-hmm. uh, they may not be on the operating table, but they're on the operating table of life in, right. in, in helping a lot of Absolutely. people, that same type of impact and, uh, in, in, in a bunch of money is, is what you guys are going to see, bunch you know, in the money. next few years from, from Greg Rudolph, where, where could somebody find you, uh, if they wanted to follow you on social media? Uh, I'm always on Facebook. We're you know we're old, so we do a lot old of, people old, on old, Facebook. <laughs> a lot of Facebook. Uh, hit me up on there. You know, Instagrams. Uh, Is it just Greg Greg yeah, Rudolph? Greg Rudolph four one two because somebody already had my name. Some poser. on Instagram. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So that's four one two. I think it's an underscore in there or whatever. Um, yeah, I don't do. Uh, I don't do TikTok. I refuse to. We'll take Instagram. Yeah, we'll take yeah, Instagram, and, Instagram and, uh, and, and, and Facebook. I'm, I'm on TikTok. No, if you need to find me on there, Simon <laughs> Arias, check, check me out. I'm going to be on whatever else is coming up next, too. Um, but thanks, man, for joining us on another episode of the Grindcast. Get ready. It's a new day. Hey.